Hello everyone, and welcome to Cinepod MovieCast. I'm Chuck Conyers. And I am Jose Joel Zulareta. Welcome. Pixar's souls, sir. Pixar. Yes. Now, you know, um, I, over the years, um, I've become a little hit or miss with Pixar. I mean, everybody's seen the Toy Story movies. I remember way back when they were doing their little short films all the way back to, um, what was it, Luxo is the name of the movie with the lamp, um, the little short film with the lamp that became their logo. Yeah. Uh, like all of those little shorts that they made back then. Um, and, you know, traditionally, really, they were released shorts with uh, their feature films, which was absent this time around. I, I kind of missed that. There was no shorts that accompanied Soul. Um, but that's because it is not um, showing in theaters. It is streaming to you on the Disney app. How about that, <sighs> sir? Another Christmas hit on Damn. Disney. <laughs> what did we do to deserve this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. yeah. COVID. All right. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> See the, the the you know the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, man. <laughs> How apropos that uh, that's pretty much what this movie is about, isn't it? In a way. Mm. <laughs> oh, as I mean, it's about <laughs> it's about death and rebirth. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, and about and about life in general, you know, and the meaning of life and the purpose of life and all of those deep existential questions all um, posed and pondered in this motion picture. The first Pixar film that features an African-American protagonist, sir. All right. If you don't count, if you don't count Frozone, but but he wasn't really a protagonist. No, he was not the protagonist. It was not called the Frozones. (laughs) <laughs> it's called The Incredibles. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but they should do a spin-off. Yeah, I, it, it, it it seems like um they well they need content. Disney Plus needs content, so uh, <laughs> don't be surprised. <laughs> Give Sam Jackson a couple of jobs and have him come back as Mace Windu and as Frozone. <laughs> okay, so this is the first one with an African American lead. Yes, played by Jamie Foxx. Yes, and it's in mostly African American cast. Oh We've yeah, got, uh, Felicia Rashad, Angela Bassett. Music by John Baptiste. Yeah, who is from uh, the Stephen Colbert show. Yeah. That's right. Um, Donnell Rollins is in this. Um, Quest Love is in this. Yeah, and also not black, but still great. Tina Fey is in this. Um, Graham yeah. Norton. Yeah, this is um, it's an all-star cast. And you know, outside of the cast, one of the things that uh, you mentioned, John Batiste, he does. Um, some he does i think all of joe gardner's music um okay. but uh, also i found the score uh, which was done by trent reznor and atticus ross 
I found the score to be fascinating in 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 parts, uh, um, particularly with the um, with the little um, the, the guy Terry who was the the, the accountant with the ab- with the abacus. Right. Um, there was a he had a very specific uh, soundtrack, and um, it sounded like like very mechanical almost it was, it was so every time he popped up that was the sound that you heard it was really um one of the many 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 wonders of this movie um so yes. mr zulueta what did you think what did you think of soul i thought this is wonderful yeah it's great and uh and i think wonderful is a good word because it's full of wonder and right. it's different from any other Pixar movie that I've seen from them, and I've seen most of them. Um, I mean, they did one with the uh, with the boy that goes to heaven, the um, Coco, the, uh, the the Day of the Dead uh, thing. Yeah, Coco. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But. Uh, but this one deals with it differently um, yeah. because it deals with um, well, it's like, in a way it's like they're related because they're they're both related to music as well. But, yeah. But the way this one was presented, though, there it, it it took them about five years to develop this movie, and I think it really shows because yeah. there's a lot of authenticity to it. Yes. Especially the. Um, like the, the life in New York City of uh, of an African American, yes. I would guess, and uh, the neighborhood that he was in was it just felt so correct and right. Yeah. You know, it's like the, the people that were in the barbershop and the kind of conversations that they were having. That's right. It was great. Yeah. And the jazz club that they were in, that was I felt like I was in a uh, it was like a New York City jazz club. Yep. And you know, it, it just made me feel really warm all, all over inside. Yeah. And I felt like having a beer at that moment because that's what I usually do in a uh, in a jazz club. I have some beer and just enjoy the music. That's right. I'm telling you, if if, if this movie was just two hours of that, mm. I would be really happy. Mm. It's absolutely. Uh, yeah. It, it's it's just a wonderful feeling overall to just to watch this movie the uh enthusiasm that the main character has about his spark that's right his music uh it was uh it was very uh it was genuine i feel yeah and um you know it's almost uh, the well it's not almost i mean the title has a double meaning i mean not only is it talking about the your the soul the spirit um you know the your of you know your 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 spirit outside of your body but it's also talking about the soul of music and how that word defines how you experience certain things how you experience certain sounds certain music that's how you describe things as being very soulful um soul music you know um you know there is a, a a soul in this in this movie and a richness to it especially when it talks about creativity and the creative process and getting into the zone and how it 
you you and, and you know this you you're an artist too i mean how many times have you sat down to do something and the next thing you know three hours have gone by and it's just mm-hmm. kind of like it just whizzed by you know and how many times do you put on music to get you there sometimes and then also you know you get to a point in when you're doing your work when you're doing those things and and when you realize that you know there's a reason and a purpose behind what you're doing you start to really enjoy it and it and you almost you know it becomes part of you mm-hmm. and that's you know that's the soul of an artist that's every artist whether you're an an actor, a painter, a musician, you know, you know, a writer, no matter what, you know, we, we all get into that zone. And there, I like, I like also the, the thing about the, um, the people who get so obsessed with the thing that it changes them and they become those like really weird, um, dark creatures with the weird arms. You know, I thought that was also uh, very interesting, and that's the thing that Twenty Two ends up becoming um, in in the movie uh, because she too becomes obsessed, uh, but in a, in the wrong way. You know, um, yeah. I mean, this movie is just it's it's deep deep layers upon layers upon layers, and it is. Uh, so many moments in this movie where it was just like it, it, it sits with things, you know, it, it doesn't move fast necessarily, except for parts where, you know, where, you know, 22 has had all these encounters with famous um, or well-known, you know, spirit souls like Abraham Lincoln and stuff like that. And there's always she's always comparing a moment with something that one of these people said to her and you know it's that was very funny, <laughs> was very funny. Uh, i think that was it mother Teresa was the one of them yeah like, exactly she was impossible or yeah. something. <laughs> she was that, just saying a lot and that those were good that was good to like break things up a little bit that was good stuff oh you, you know what other funny thing that they did in the movie was when uh, when they were talking about like being in the zone yeah, and then they, they talked about like, well, I, I like messing around with this one sports team in New York City. Yeah, the Knicks. Yeah, show <laughs> the Knicks. That was great. <laughs> there are other moments too where it just kind of it sits with things a little bit, and it kind of like lets you kind of absorb a moment just as the character is absorbing the moment, and uh, you don't get a lot of that. In we don't get a lot of characters contemplating things in movies very much, and um, you know there's there's a lot to contemplate in this movie, and um, and what it was only like an hour and a half, I think. It's 101 minutes. Come on, so there's just like an hour and 41 minutes. That's economy for you. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, and it, and it does a lot with that time. Yes, does a lot with it, and I've, I've seen a lot of Pixar movies. I've seen almost all of them. Up has some has like that opening of Up is some of the best filmmaking in almost 50 years. Of, of of cinema, yes. Um, uh, and other than that, like Wally is my jam. That is an it's like almost a silent movie. It's it's mm. wonderful. This one, Soul. This movie, 
this might be this might be very well be and i have to watch it again so it might be too early to call but this might be their best so far oh i oh. I, I i was oh it, it's such it is a life-affirming movie i mean you know i mean how yes. how much of that do you get anymore especially now mm-hmm. yeah and and how many people i mean how many budding artists have had that conversations with their parents yep that they had that uh that joe had with his mother That's i right. thought that was a really great scene yeah and when the mother finally realized that nothing's gonna shake joe from uh his chosen career path and she took out the uh the suit that the father wore yeah well, i i had tears in my eyes yep. It's a really affecting scene. And like you were saying before, I mean, it's, I mean, I saw like, you know, the women and the, the, the other women in that, um, in that shop, you know, I saw my aunts and my cousins, you know, I saw my mother in, um, in the, um, in the Felicia Rashad character, um, the, uh, Angela Bassett character, um, Oh, she was great. <laughs> oh man, and the the thing, the story that she told about the ocean, which was which that was the movie right there. Mm. You know, yeah. she says, "I'm looking for the ocean." She goes, "No, this is just water." And like, uh, is it? <laughs> is that right? Uh, you know, perfectly stated. And you know that that says a lot, and that's that said a lot to about him and. um and I love how he was just standing there frozen and he's just like going through, you know, the, the, the scenes cut from one scene to another. And he just still had that look on his face where he realized that what he thought was it, wasn't it? You know, it's funny. I was watch I watched this movie with Christina and Ravi. And when the movie ended, um, Christina said, you know, there's an alternate ending to this movie. Really? And I said, "What is it? The one? Did they? Does he say when he's offered a second chance? Does he say uh, thanks? But I think I'm good, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go where I'm supposed to go to heaven or whatever to go up to the light." And she said, "Yeah, that was the original ending of the movie." Oh wow! And it tested so badly that <laughs> they changed it. <laughs> yeah. <that> was- <laughs> thinking <laughs> I have to tell you dude I thought that's where they were going oh my god I thought that's where they it, the movie is set up for him to say I know I I had a wonderful life and I think that I'm ready to go to the next level I I was oh I was sure that was going to happen and you know what's like funny a, like lord of the rings and, and you know what's funny? Ravi said the same thing. Ravi's um, Ravi's gonna be ten years old, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I thought I thought that was how it was gonna end too." Oh wow! So it's not like you know. Look, I I think they I think they copped out honestly on on a be, on a better ending, you know, because mm-hmm. I just I, don't, I just I just think, go, it go. just wouldn't be commercial though. But, the, but that's okay. They're Pixar. They can do whatever the f- they want. <laughs> it would have been really daring if they did that. Yeah, no shit. It would have been wonderful. Oh, why am I cursing on this show? 
Oh, it's gonna be edited out. So. <laughs> <laughs> we can say whatever. The f- <laughs> I forgot that this was a kids movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Isn't that? See, but is it really a kids movie though? I mean, there's just so much things that you can take away as an adult. But you know what the the problem is is that you know, um, in the hands of another product, another company, they would have done the other ending. Studio Ghibli would have ended this movie with him going up to the light. There's still a, a segment in this country when it comes to animation, like in, in an art form where you can literally do anything you want. There are still people, I think, in this country that still don't want to take chances. Yeah. And and do, you know, this is, and that's the art form to do it in. But, you know, this movie, I think we were talking about this earlier, not on, not on the, um, on Mike, but this movie cost $150 million to make. It's a lot of fucking money. So, you know, I guess if this movie costs like seven or eight or ten, you probably would have would have had that other ending. Yeah. Well, you know, the way things are now, they may as well have made that ending where he goes up in heaven. Yeah. Right, because they've got nothing to lose at this point. And it would have been like the animated Ghost. Remember that movie, Ghost? Oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was not a dry eye in that movie theater, sir. Yes, I saw it in the theater. I don't care what you say about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very inventive. I I love how uh, Pixar manages to uh, put identifiable things in these environments that are like so fantastic yes. like uh, like in um, Finding Nemo it's like you could easily re- you could easily recognize schools and school buses and like mass transit yeah everything you know it's like it's a really charming but I like the uh, the earthbound storyline better than the uh afterlife storyline because there's more there seems to be more heart to it oh absolutely you know and it's um, 22 you know who had avoided um, humanity just hated it out of hand didn't care ended up experiencing it by accident and ended up being inspired by it and which in turn ends up inspiring Joe at the end of the movie and um and it's true i mean you know that moment when he's sitting at the piano after he empties his pockets and he has like the pizza crust and the lollipop and the bagel and and all of those things that bring those memories back you know the the little um the little seed that falls from the trees that spirals down. We used to call them helicopters when we were kids. Those moments where he flashes back to being a kid and you remember, I mean, how many times do you like have flashes of like things you saw when you were a kid? Like I remember there's one memory that I have um, of, uh, I don't know how old I was. I must've been like three years old. 
I was in a department store with my mother and my grandmother and we had stopped at the perfume counter and there was like this men's perfume and uh, they liked it and they wanted to know if they were, they were figuring they were wondering if they were going to get it from my dad and they put it they sprayed they each sprayed a hand like one of their hands and they started patting me down with it <laughs> and I just I remember that I remember the, the we were in a John Wanamaker's I remember um, practically what they were wearing um, it was you know and it was it's a very just you know just a pleasant memory you know, um, it's like that moment in Ratatouille when the when the critic tries the soup at the end, and then he has that flash to when he's in his mother's kitchen as a little boy. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, you, you know that that's life. Isn't that what life is? Um, to to a certain extent, it's it's a collection of memories. And I love the uh, the idea of how your life is curated as a museum exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> that was great and Joe started going through his and it's him just like sitting on the couch watching TV <laughs> that was nice <laughs> but yeah what a what a smart charming and 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 and, and useful movie in a lot of ways life-affirming movie that's 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 very useful lots of great lessons to be learned in this one um yeah i would have to say this is this would be among my top five pixar movies mm. and it's just so hard to choose from because they got such a great batting average yeah uh, as he's well and you mentioned up before that was like you just can't beat that for uh for pure cinematic storytelling, especially the first ten minutes of it. Yeah. But um, but this one, this one is really, really good. It's very special. So what oh, scores on a scale of one to ten, sir? Do you give Pixar's Soul? I would give this a nine. There you go. It's really that good. Yep. I probably could have done a little less with the uh, with the heaven part. I'm sorry, the afterlife part. Yeah. But uh, but overall, though, it, it hit all the right notes. Pardon the pun. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, don't pardon the pun. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's totally apropos. That's right. It's uh, it's it's pitch perfect. How about you? Um. Yes. Your your Joel Siegel s pun. Uh, aside <laughs> oh my god you need the afro and the big mustache now on this <laughs> this movie had a lot of soul <laughs> your sole purpose is to watch soul <laughs> uh, that's awesome um, I'm going to give this movie a 10 sir oh yeah, I'm gonna. Again. I'm gonna have to do that because um, that is how good this movie is. It's it's phenomenal, and um, I really, 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 really do wish. Though I I I'm glad that they shot the right ending. I'm glad it exists somewhere. You know, um, even though they didn't use it even though they, they changed the ending, but I'm glad that they actually did do the right thing. 
Uh, it's just that they chickened out because they wanted money. So well, who knows? I mean, they, they may very well come out with a uh, an alternate version in a couple of years. Maybe, maybe. Um, I um, so um, I know that it, that movie does exist somewhere. So um, th- um, and maybe it's kind of cheating to judge that movie instead of this one. Not that the alternate ending was horrible. It's still very life affirming. Still made its purpose. Still, you know. But I, I do think that it is a much richer and more impactful film had they kept the original ending. It's still, but it still works. Uh, and um, and really, up until the end of that movie, because I'm telling you, I, I, I just knew that's how that movie was going to end with him going up to the light. So I I I was with it the whole way. I was in, I was never bored. Um, it told a really wonderful story. It was funny. Everybody was great in it. Graham Norton stuck out like a sore thumb to me. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he started talking, I was like, "Oh, that's Graham Norton." <laughs> but yeah, it was great. This was a great movie. A wonderful yeah. movie. I loved it. Another triumph for Pixar alright so that's it sir yeah um, we got soul we're super bad and that is it for the Cinepod movie cast I am Chuck Conyers and I am Jose Joel Soweta find your purpose people <laughs> <laughs>